guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, welcome to episode 153 of the Oxford Holy Club podcast. My name is Brad Sulliker. This is episode, oh, I already said it, 153, entitled Trust, Sneezes, and Lies. As we get going into the episode today, this, what I'm about to say, is for the true fan of the podcast. There is a little Easter egg, a hidden gem that's going to happen at some point in this in this uh, podcast today, and only the true... Under 3D glasses. Put, yeah, only the true fan fans that have been here for for a long time will know and recognize it uh but it's it's pretty it's pretty subtle uh and thank you natalie for liking the stream again my name is brad Silliker, and we're joined on my left by andrew beckwith and right below both of us uh is lucas candy hello gentlemen how are you very good i'm good 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 eating He's snacky. I see that. He's snacky. He's snacky. Listen, let me remind you folks that if you want to find out anything about the Oxford Holy Club podcast, you can just head right to our website. Uh, We need to mute him. That is – he is too snacky. Uh, (laughs) All right. There we go. He's muted. Uh, It says my internet connection is unstable. That's not good. Anyway, uh, I do want to remind you – oh, the podcast – the it's down. Oh, no. It's reconnected. You were cutting in and out like your your yeah. mic was. Uh-oh. Hello. Are we back? Sorry, folks. There was an internet issue here, and uh, hopefully it's been resolved. So let's see. Let me get this up there. All right. Uh, what was I saying? You can you can find out anything about our podcast through our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. From there, you can find us on all the social medias that matter and all of that, submit tiebreakers, things like that. If you are watching and didn't dip out when everything went garbagey just a second ago, uh, do us a favor. Hit that share button or the like button. Appreciate that. Lucas, what's up with you? Well, what up with me? <laughs> it's ketchup time. I did hear the eagle. Uh, it's ketchup time. So let's find out. I remember that. <laughs> All right. For those the neighborhood, for those of you that, uh, that have been around long enough, what was the eagle? Does anyone remember? That was the Easter egg. Wasn't that your nickname or something? It wasn't mine. Bald eagle. The bald eagle. Bald eagle. I don't know why yes. we ever did that. It was beard man, bald eagle. What was Andrew? Cool breeze. And Barber cool was, breeze. was he beefcake? He he had like three different ones. Yeah, I think that was one of them. Uh, no, Bo- Boris. Is it Boris? I don't know. Which is funny because I think he's the one who really wanted those those nicknames. He was really into them. I think. No, you had the two before before uh, Barbara and I came. Oh on board. yes, I think we did. You're right. Um, so, uh, Brad, what is new with you? I hear you've got some uh, big news uh, going on here. Well, if you've been following on the socials, uh, shout out to Brad Silicker on Facebook. Uh, can you do that? Can we shout ourselves? Anyway, uh, shout out to Mandy Silicker on Facebook because she posted a picture of us at the new house that we're moving into in a month's time. So uh, we were able to go check. Is it there out. anyone in there right now? Were you like, hey, can we take a quick picture on your stoop? No, it's com- completely empty. Uh, okay. And I won't. She go- she marked out the uh, street address. So how am I supposed to find you? 
Well, that was the point. <laughs> I then I commented by putting a picture I took of Jaden specifically with the address because uh, I thought it'd be fun to mark that. I posted that and I get a text. Can you get rid of that? Uh, so clearly we're not looking for friends to come visit. Um, and, and that, no drop-ins. No drop-ins. That's And that's fine. No, so um, – I mean, this house has been in the making for the last, I want to say, has it been five months? It's been a while. Five, six. It was definitely wintry when you told me about it. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, you know, the long story short was basically these people that, that owned it were selling it. And, um, I know the person that's buying it. So w- the conversation was just, Hey, you know, if, if it all works out and you need tenants, um, think of us. And so he did. Of, thought of us and and so he took ownership today and uh and the place is totally cleaned out it's in great shape and he's like come on over let's have a look and we'll start making some plans because uh, there's some reno uh, that's going to take place over the next month uh anyway so we're super 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 excited the kids were excited to go see uh there's some things that are different obviously from where we're at now like there's a basement that will be fun there'll be a we're gaining a room uh, which is great. Jaden's taking a little bit of a hit on on his on his size of his room, um, but we'll get creative with the space and it'll be fine. Probably gonna levels. Yeah, well, we're actually looking. We're we're Mandy and I are sending links back and forth of uh, loft beds because uh, mm, if you do a cool, loft bed, cool. you could put a little so in right now. You could put a little desk underneath for his entertainment stuff and uh, and all. Did that. you mean homework? Whatever. Uh, and, and then, it's okay. TV from from uh, Best Buy. Yeah, that's right. That the lady at the cash bought for him. Hey, she spent oh, four right. bucks. Remember, she had, <laughs> she had to cough up four bucks. Uh, so you know, we were checking out the new house. Um, the other thing, it's this is big news. This has been actually life changing and a little scary and exciting all at the same time. I I I bought a digital food scale yesterday. I know. The, the, I was like, oh, he's day, talking about something he didn't write in the notes. <laughs> the day his nope. youth died. What's that, Lucas? Nothing. I You got really quiet. Did you do something? Oh, I just said the day your youth died. We know the date. Uh, you bought a food scale. Yeah. Well, I bought it because um, obviously like I'm, I'm making smoothies every day and I'm trying to figure out how much protein I'm taking in and all this different, you know, um, fitness stuff. Uh, but – for, I've been I've been guessing up to this point for the last year, and I've done all right, which is fine. But I was terrified. Brad, let me just say you've done really well. Oh well, thanks, man. Appreciate Better than all right. That. I appreciate that. Um, I was scared to to see if I was overeating on some things, or like, uh, for instance, I love grapes, and grapes have been my go to. Uh, they've they've just been the thing that I snack on all the time, and. When I saw how many calories per hundred grams and how few grapes a hundred grams of grapes is, I was just like, "No, this is awful." Sugary. And and, and then, mm-hmm. but they're still fun. They're still healthy, right? That's the other. Like, let's not call them what they're not. They're He's not, just eating raisins instead. They're, they're not junk food. They're still healthy. But it, mm-hmm. anyway, they're the junk food of fruit. Uh, I'm making the switch to strawberries because strawberries are way less calories and, and they're more filling. Uh, anyway. Cantaloupe, that, that 
uh, yeah, I had a ton of cantaloupe and watermelon today. But anyway, so, but, but mm-hmm. then like, you know, anytime I ask Google, um, how many calories are in something, it always tells me in terms of a hundred grams. So like a hundred grams of chicken is 50 some grams of protein and whatever calories, but I never knew what that actually meant. So I was always imagining like this massive amount of chicken and it's actually, it actually wasn't as much as I thought. Um, so yesterday was the first day since I've been exercising that I actually ate the appropriate amount of protein that I've wanted to get. It meant me taking an extra scoop of protein powder late at night, uh, or like before, you know, before nine o'clock, but, but I finally did it. Felt good about that. Then today I downloaded an app that where I can track now what I'm eating, uh, and the grams that I'm eating and, and it sees how many it, it registers with my exercise stuff. So, so for instance, it's given me 2,700 calories that I can have every day. Uh, and based on my exercise, uh, and activity and what I'm eating, it adjusts, you know, um, in real time. So I went for a walk and I'll run a mile, get an extra grape, that kind of thing. Well, well, yes, more or less. That's exactly it. Uh, anyway, that gave me a false sense of security and I binged on some cereal, uh, uh, this evening. And now I'm just dealing with the guilt of that. Anyway, it's, it's all about kind of cereal. Was it, uh, are you feeling guilty over rice krispies or something good? (laughs) No, it, uh, it, it's checks, um, cinnamon, like a cinnamon checks type of thing. Was, I just picture you crying in the corner, like I'm such a fatty. I ate the raisin bran, <laughs> or some equally sad cereal. Those Weetabix, why? Well, and and the checks, you know what? For a serving is like 130 calories, but I'm pretty sure I had three <laughs> servings. The last thing is this, and then I got to move on. I'm trying a, a coffee right now that I found here in the church. Um, it it said the only reason I grabbed it was because it said it was all orange and it said da bomb. I'm like it said, what? do not eat. Well, this yes. is not coffee. <laughs> Property of pastor. Um, no, Dwight. It doesn't have a 1080p display. It has an. It does have an LCD display. Does it show up on your Fitbit? Will it be seeing your diet on your? Well, will nope, you he's so interested. My goodness, he is. Uh, Dwight, I didn't realize you wanted to see what what my diet's like on my Insta. So, um, just when I thought calorie talk with Brad was a real like <laughs> podcast killer, turns out it was the secret to our success was, all along. It was. Ooh, Lucas just burned you. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? That's fine. He, he, it was a compliment sandwich. He first he complimented me by selling, telling me I did really well. Then he said what he just said. So I'm waiting for the other piece of bread on this. On yeah, this. it's the other Easter egg at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, the world's waiting to know or she needs to know. Uh, anyway, so it's, it was called the bomb, which uh, when I've heard of the bomb, it's, uh, it's a hot sauce that's ridiculously hot. Uh, it's, so I didn't think this was going to be like a hot sauce coffee. I don't think that, hold on. Nothing else matters. I'm doing a quick something search. (laughs) Hot sauce coffee. Um, anyway, so I had a, I had a look and it's double caffeinated, like ultra dark blend. So I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. I thought I would do, I would wait and do that with you guys. I thought you were going to say like, I haven't stopped shaking since noon or something like that. Oh, uh, get a strong, strong coffee and a dash of Tabasco. Hmm. That does not hmm. sound pleasant. Here we go. There right. you go. Is this, is this the bomb? This is the bomb. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the fact that apparently at our school, <laughs> around <laughs> thoughts. Mm. Oh, that's almost a solid. 
Would you rather drink that or eat a uh, pepper? I'd rather eat a pepper. Oh, oh, wow, that's that's something. Yes. This is unpleasant. <laughs> However, I I want the caffeine, so here I go. Can't waste it. <laughs> that's right. You- uh, FCA apparently in the kitchen. I missed it, but for like a year, there was a box of somebody's. Gaither brand, Gaither band brand tea. Uh, so what? I was like, what? There's Gaither tea. I got to try that. Uh, but someone had already beat me to it and enjoyed all that sweet, sweet gospel tea. Google, did you mean you Gaither trio? <laughs> uh, all right, Andrew, what's new with you? All right. So, uh, I'll address my, uh, my headset first. Nobody even asked me why I was wearing a headset before I, we started. I said something. Did, oh, maybe your headset wasn't working. I didn't, I didn't hear you. Uh, I wasn't going to tell you anyways because I wanted to tell here. Um, so I bought this in like January and not long after one of the ears started to cut out. Also, it's really hard to know how loud to talk with these on. So, I could be whispering or yelling right now. I don't know. You do sound great. Great levels. Um, one of the ears started to cut out really randomly and it took me until now to finally contact the warranty people to ask if I could, uh, replace them. And so they really, really wanted to make sure that I tested them thoroughly. And so it comes with like an adapter, like a, to plug in, like a USB to plug into your computer. And then you can use all these drivers and change all the stuff on your computer. I've never used that because I just use them for my Xbox. But right. They really, really wanted to know if it worked with that. How and do you plug so, it in, sir? And I, and ultimately, I could have just lied and said, yeah, it doesn't work. But I thought I'd best to try it. So I, that's why I'm using it because I have it plugged into the computer and I'm waiting for like, one of you to start cutting out in my ear. Uh, but the problem is it, it's so rare. It's like once or twice a week that it happens. It's not mm. every time. And I told the girl, she's like, go try it now. I'm like, we could be here days. <laughs> Anyways, like, I don't know how much they pay her by hour, but eventually she's going to talk through the cost of one of those things. Yeah. So, so anyway. anyways, I said, I'm just going to have to try it later. So here I am trying it out. I hate having these on. I really can't hear what I'm saying, but that's why I'm wearing. Well, it certainly don't. Oh, they're really broke. Enjoy. Thanks, thanks for confirming, Brad. Donkeys. Uh, and uh, so my other story is, and I think I talked to you guys a little bit about this, but there's a a coffee truck in St. John that I'm a big fan of. And did you make and, it happen? Uh, did did you manifest this? And so last year they come where I'm on the west side of St. John. They'd come to the west side like once every two weeks, and it actually wasn't that far from the church. Like it took me five minutes to get there. Anyways, I started scheming because it wasn't close enough for me. Uh, and so starting tomorrow, they are in the church parking lot all day, <laughs> and I am so excited. I just stroll on out get my coffee an hour later go get another one uh but i'm so pumped and i hope it works out because uh because they're like well uh we'll just try it a couple weeks and see if we get the traffic and i'm like okay i'm like please 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 work you need so you're like you can come here rent free it just cost you a couple coffees or you, something you like need that to get, make a slide now for your announcements on sunday that that truck's going to be around 
Yeah. Need a I don't even mind. I don't mind paying for my coffee. I just love the fact that it's in the parking lot. Will they be there you have on to Sundays? provide them with water? No. Two good no. questions. No. Okay. Will they be there on Sundays? No. It's just Wednesdays from 8 to 2, Lake Esther Baptist Church, 87 Church Avenue. <laughs> Eight to two, eh? Interesting. Eight to two, yeah. Come on down, Lucas. On your lunch. Eight to two lunch seems break. like a weird. I mean, obviously they're in other areas. They don't shut down at two o'clock. They probably go somewhere else, right? No, they just do eight to two wherever they are. Right, because they get they the morning multiple shifts, morning rush, and and, and you know lunchtime, coffee the, break. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, so that's pretty much it. Oliver's now finished three nights of soccer. He's still going. That's good. Is he still laying uh, on the ball or has he I, No, up? he didn't lay on the ball tonight. I will say that I don't knew, know how like sports parents do it because like three days in, we're like rushing to get them to like get him to soccer and you're like trying to sh- cook supper as fast as you possibly can and get out the door. And then anyways, it's a... I have a whole new appreciation for sports parents. Can, can I just toss something... uh with that, Harmony started baseball this this week, and she had her first practice. Um, and then we started to see like what the schedule was going to be. And so it's a practice every Sunday at two or two thirty, doesn't matter, uh, which is totally fine. But the game, the home game, is Tuesday nights at eight ten p.m. <laughs> I'll never uh, unless you're we- going to be you're going to be the dad from Hook, never uh, at the baseball game. <laughs> um, so can't crow, oh, can't, can't fly. fly. Uh, <laughs> so we are we are going to need to do some pre-recording. But then, then as I was talking with the lady, she's like, "Yeah, and, and the uh, obviously we can't leave the province, but the away games are you know they could be up in Tignish, which is up, you know way up west, uh, a couple hours, or they could be in Surrey, a couple Tignish. hours, mm-hmm. and uh, what? I guess Surrey. like we've never had the kids in any kind of sport where we've had to do any traveling." It's always been home, like fun hockey, fun soccer, fun whatever. And this is the first uh, time. And I was like, this, this, this is just me. I will let you speak. Uh, but this is just me. I was like, this, this is a mistake. I don't know that our life can handle. <laughs> I can't believe this. you have to travel that much for like basic baseball. I'm assuming she's just in basic baseball. Yeah, basic. And not uh, Andrew, like do you had it? Did you did you honestly have any idea where either of those? Pla- I I've heard of those places, but I don't know where they are. Yeah, they're on where opposite is. ends. Opposite ends. Of the okay. Island. He's in okay. the middle ish, and they're okay. on the other sides. Well, he could be going from Surrey to Tidnish or whatever it's called, and I mean that could not be the worst. Tidnish. That's Tidnish a place. is in Nova Scotia. Yeah, come on, man, pull it together. Tig. Uh, Tignish. Oh, I was going to try to say it wrong again, but I don't have the effort. I the like, energy. you know, the more and more Dwight hangs out with us, the more I like him. Kids <laughs> need so need sports. Zelda, that's great. Problem solving skills. Yeah. Uh, how to work a puzzle. I, it's funny because like I was talking to my boss. I called him up because I he, I missed a call from him. He goes, yeah, I just dropped one kid off at baseball and I'm driving across town, dropped the other kid off in a different field. And he has two other kids that I don't even know what they're up to tonight. So I was like, oh, no, thank you. We we have so. maintained that we're on, like the kids can be in whatever sport they want, but it's only one at a time. That's fair. None of this being in all these different things and out every night that you got to be able to be a kid. Uh, even if that's and really includes like, Zelda. from what I know of you and Mandy, isn't one sport at a time like best case scenario? Like, were either of you big athletes as kids? Hello, 
I don't know how to answer that. Um, I didn't think so. Uh, Man- Mandy played volleyball. I played hockey until I was getting close to being a teen. And then I played mm-hmm. – like I played baseball. I played soccer. Um, the only sport we never had that I have always loved was football. And we didn't – we just didn't have it at the time. So mm-hmm. uh, no, not be- – Sussex I- didn't have one. I don't know how they didn't because it's a bunch of farm people yeah. with farm strength. You'd think that they'd be great at football or rugby or whatever. Uh, we never had any, which means even though I wanted to play it, I probably would never would have made the team with all those farmer folk. But even still, I really wanted to try. Well, listen, Andrew and I have taken uh-huh. up all your time. So we're going to move all right. on. So we're going to move on. All right. Um, no, I'm kidding, man. What's going on with you? I'll, uh, I'll go through quickly. Uh, today, this weekend, we went to my parents' uh, house. It was great. We haven't been there in a while. My dad built a traversal wall, which is like a climbing wall turned on its side. So it's more about going across it, even though it is still probably like, I don't know, 10 feet tall or whatever, but it's more about going across. So he, it was his like spring project and he had like, he built it from scratch. Like somebody asked me like, oh, did you buy those climbing boards somewhere? I was like, no, it's plywood that he painted and screwed all the holes in and put all the little thingies to, so you can move the handholds around. So anyway, it's super neat. Like Esther loved it. Gideon loved it. Ruthie loved it. They all loved it. Um, Esther's a natural climber. So she was just like zipping across it. And then Gideon was able to do it by the end of the weekend and stuff too. So it was uh, super cool. Um, it, my dad's uh, like, it's not that he wasn't handy growing up, but like, I feel like his handiness has gone like through the roof in the last like decade. Once we're out of like, out of the way and not bothering him all the time, I feel like it's a lot done. Once he wasn't driving you all your sports. <laughs> To all my sports, like football and whatnot, to drama practice. Uh, anyway, um, and, but while we were there, it was beautiful weather out, and uh, Melissa and Gideon had set up two nets in the backyard, uh, well, two turned-over chairs, and uh, they had a, one of those giant rubber bouncy balls, and they're playing soccer with it, even though we had a regular soccer ball. They thought it was more fun to play the giant ball. Anyway, at one point, it was me and Gideon against Melissa, and Melissa was running right up on Gideon, and like he panicked and he laid down on the ball. He turtled on it. And I was like, oh, and I was like reaching for my phone to try to get a picture of my son also on the ball. Uh, but no, I did not get a picture of it, unfortunately, but he did, but it worked out well. She couldn't get it. She wasn't willing to try to kick at the ball with him on top of it. So he knew a mother's love would protect him. Uh, so there you go. How old's your um, son though? Uh, my son is nine years old. How old's your son, Andrew? Four. Yeah, mine was around that age, three, four, when he laid on the You're ball. You're never too old. You're never, turtle on the ball never too old. When, when, when times are tough. Uh, so there's that, there's that. Oh, and of course, wearing my Habs jersey, go Habs, go. That's been kind of cool. I'm not the world like, – I've been a Habs fan forever, but I'm not like watching all the games all the time or anything. But I watched at least part of every game in the series, which is a big deal for me. And I've watched all of, I think, five of them. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And the thing, well, the thing I'm pumped about, I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for uh, Gideon. So me and Gideon and Melissa, we watched a lot of the games together. And Gideon couldn't always stay up for all of them, although we did let him stay up for the last two. Um, and it's been pretty cool. And it's funny, at one point I was, I was almost going to go watch it at somebody's house, game seven. But I thought, you know what? Like I've started with Gideon. I started with Melissa. Like I'm going to, we're going to watch together. And I'm glad that I did. So it's a cool memory. Um, But here's the funny thing. So I, there I am at school wearing this Jersey and I'm on drop off duty. Like the parents come drop the kids off and off they go. The Habs fans would see my shirt. They give me a little wave and they keep driving. That was it. Mm. Acknowledgement. Um, But then I had four different men stop, roll down their window 
and tell me how like saddened they were by the, the Leafs loss. It was like therapy. They weren't mad at me. They weren't even mad at the Habs. They were mad at the Leafs, uh, at their own team. And, and they were like just broken. They're like, I just don't know how I could do it again. Like we had everything going for us. And it did, and they were just like, these were broken men that were talking to me. And I was, I just thought it was so funny that the house fans were like, yeah, we did it. And then the Leafs fans are just like, it hurt them in a place that they probably didn't know they were going to be hurt in. So anyhow, I thought I got a kick out of that today. Uh, but anyway, uh, that concludes the catch up. And next up will be Andrew with the tiebreaker. All right. Time for the tiebreaker. We're going to give you guys a scenario, a problem, an issue, a quandrum uh, between two individuals. And then us three smart boys are going to try and solve the problem, break the tie, and uh, get these people on their way. So here we go. So, OHC, I'm bringing a tiebreaker against my wife, Stephanie, because she refuses to say bless you when she hears someone sneeze. And I guess I'm bringing it to you for two main reasons. First, as kind of needy and childish as it may sound, I wish that she would tell me bless you after I sneeze. And, and, and that could have something to do with the fact that I grew up in the South and come from kind of a bless you family. And then the second reason, and perhaps more importantly, I feel that Steph is kind of missing out on the goodwill surrounding the bless you experience. And by that, I mean, it just feels nice to give and receive bless yous, not just to friends and family, but also to strangers. And it's kind of a way of creating empathy and goodwill to our fellow human beings in the world, which is something we could maybe use more of these days. So I just like for Steph to get in on the enjoyment of the bless you experience. This guy's trying to change the world through bless yous. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think I had opinions on this, but I think I do now. I have thoughts as well. I have thoughts that are more about a run on sentence, but uh. <laughs> uh, for me, um, the, I find the bless you thing to be very strange. Um, uh, I don't come from a world that sees a lot of bless yous. Occasionally you'll get the unicorn God bless you when you sneeze. Um, that's a, that's a rare one. Uh, I just don't really, I mean, it's fine if you want to say bless you, but most people aren't saying it as a blessing. They're just saying it as some words you say, like an incantation. So I don't really see the appeal. When someone says bless you to me, I'm like, that's kind of weird. When If a man ever said bless you to me when I sneeze, I feel like that's even weirder than a woman saying you it to me. You feel like he's sneeze. emasculating it feels, you? It feels like a <laughs> feminine thing to say, oh, bless dear, especially like Southern. So Ooh. some guys are like, bless you, bless you. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, that's, okay. those are my thoughts, so, limited though they may be. So, okay, hold on. So for you, uh, do you, like if someone sneezes in your house, what do you do? I nothing. You don't like say any. Pop. You don't say anything. You don't. You you leave that moment unacknowledged. It's a bodily function. If they fart, I also ignore it. I'm not like, oh, bless you, dear. Like, no, well, no, like, no one blesses a fart. Thing. I now I didn't look this up, and this is coming out of nowhere. And Andrew, maybe you can confirm this uh, since this is your tiebreaker. But I believe the etymology of the the bless you or God bless you was and a belief that like there was a spiritual reason. And then it had something to do with uh, the devil living in your nose or something like that. Stuff some back or, in. Or, That's a millhouseism. No, 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 no. It had something to do with like, uh, uh, was it your spirit leaving or 
um, something like that. Look, I, I got to do another something search. I, I say bless you. If someone sneezes now in my home because it's my family and it's a safe space, I'll say God bless you. I don't dare take that for a, a, for a run, you know. No one blesses a fart. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. We're looking for merch ideas. Yeah, there you go. There, put that on a t-shirt. Um, I, I, I will say bless you if someone sneezes. In fact, like even in the church, if, if my door is closed and I hear someone um, sneeze in another office, I will go out of my way to raise my voice and go, bless you. Because uh, I just want them to know that I heard them. I heard them at the closest. I acknowledge you as a human. I acknowledge you as a human. And at, at your greatest point of weakness, I acknowledge you. Because am I not wrong in saying that a sneeze, like we've lost all control. Your body just goes, I'm taking over. You're along for the ride. Shut your eyes. Open your mouth. Here we go. And <laughs> and so you feel like an, an, an idiot sometimes because it happens and you can't control it. And so I like to acknowledge, let someone know that I've got their back. I also – I think you're. I think you're sneeze shaming people. I'm. I'm totally cool with my own sneezes, but that's fine. Do you have a? Do you have a different? Ty- do you have like? Do you have different types of sneezes? I just watched the episode of Community where Pierce teaches Troy all these different sneezes for different occasions. Well, that's actually interesting because ever since the pollen came in, like I'm not, like I normally don't have allergies, but like since the pollen came in, I will about two to three times a day. I will have three giant sneezes. Like nothing else. And does anybody like, acknowledge them? I hope not. I can't hear them anyway. Like it deafens me for a second after I do it. Like these are loud. They're, they kind of remind me of the ones that, uh, that Pierce does when they're dad sneeze. With the sneers. I've got they're the, a dad sneeze. I've got the yeah. dad sneeze for sure. Uh, Brad, you've swayed me a little because I like, I like what you're saying about if someone feels awkward or embarrassed by their sneeze bless you is almost like a it's cool yeah no big deal it's a, we all do it hey uh, I'm, you. I'm with you and I so you. i do agree with you and i like your your theory there but this guy here trying to change the world through bless you's mm. nah just chill it reminds out, me that hold on that old coke commercial like if i could just give everyone a coke then the world would be better but wouldn't it wouldn't the world be better would if it no though? no hold would on it forget the coke wouldn't the world legitimately better if we actually came alongside each other and supported one another in in our moments of weakness like would- this is specifically sneezing though we're talking specific sneeze like bless you because you sneeze yeah like, also if anybody sees me in a point of weakness the nicest kindest thing you can do for me is pretend mercy, you didn't see it mercy kill him. even if i know just you did mercy it's just kinder me. if i walk by you and i slip on ice right in front of you right mm-hmm, on my back mm-hmm. yep. just pretend like it nothing didn't happen. happened don't say do you while need, i'm turtling yeah do, you just pretend you don't see it do you need a hand no you don't none of that just just have a normal conversation with me hey how you doing what's your day yeah, yeah, yeah. don't even acknowledge if i'm it. bleeding from That's my ears just you know hey nice yeah. See, yeah, little strawberry jam. Thank you, thank you for thank you for honoring me in this way, Lucas. Whether you <laughs> like this or not, I, I'm I'm about to do something. Um, I am pre blessing all your sneezes, so you have pre blessed <laughs> pre blessed sneezes. Uh, so God bless you yeah. in all your in all your sneezes and future sneezes in in perpetuity. Yeah, and and, and I take in, that and I accept it. Yeah. Oh, it's, how do you feel? Uh, no, no change. Uh, well, you should feel appreciated. Well, actually, you know what? Once I sneeze, I'll let you know. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll get a text in the middle of the night. I feel appreciated. Thank you. All right. So let's, uh, let's settle this. I, I say that the guy needs to chill out. I second that motion. Okay. <sighs> Hold on. Uh... What are you Googling now? I'm not Googling anything. I thought someone was at my door. Bless you. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm bringing a tiebreaker because she refuses to say bless you when she hears someone sneeze and I'm guess. Okay. So. Also, yeah, he's I, trying to enforce someone to do it, that, which I am not cool with. I'm not cool with the enforcement. If he wants to do it and lead by example, that's fine. I think mm-hmm. that I think he has the freedom, you know, live your own truth. If and if your own truth is the bless you uh mm-hmm. kind of truth, um then then you do that. I'm I gotta say though, I am with him in that I feel like the mentality of being there to support people in I know that it's about sneezes in this case, but if we extrapolate a little bit, I yeah. I think I think he's on to something here. Unlike Lucas, who would rather just be left alone in the what if the good some you're you're what some you, people just want to watch the what world you burn. were describing was was what Jesus talked about with uh with the um I had it right. I had it until I started the to, Samaritan. The Good Samaritan. No. You are the opposite yeah. of the Good Samaritan. You are a crappy Samaritan. No, no, no. I am the Israelite who's bleeding on the side of the road. I'm like, just pretend you don't even see me. Just walk on by. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'll make my. I'll dry. I'll drag my way back to I w- wherever. Here's what my prayers are going to be every night. I go to bed now. Lord, may Lucas feel like those crappy Samaritans. <laughs> or well, those you know those the people that walked on by when someone sneezes. When he hears a sneeze and he doesn't say "bless you," I pray that he would be taken back to this story and recognize that he just walked by someone who was who was sneezing for help. I'll keep you in the loop on how that progresses. Yeah, I suspect not well. <laughs> Good grief! I'll, I'll, oh, yes, I'm not deleting this one. Sorry. <sighs> what are you going to say? Oh my Go goodness! Oh my soul! <laughs> Listen, uh, Dwight's identify. I think we should listen to our elders. Dwight is identifying the slippery slope of forsaking blessings. <laughs> forsaking blessings today, <laughs> euthanasia tomorrow. I'll roll the dice on that. Oh my goodness! Go. <sighs> All right. Well, I think we answered that one. Andrew, you're in charge. Did we, or are we still going on this? I've still- no, Lucas and Andrew beat Brad. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. well, hold on. Could, could too late? No is 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 there is there an opportunity to instead of saying God bless you use some other kind of like gazuntite? Well, yeah, like gazuntite or um, oh, man, I got nothing. Um, I just I feel Thor, acknowledging Thor, someone's Thor bless you bodily function is just weird. Just like I said, like if the, like if there was a certain saying for every time you had a fart, like I think that's <laughs> that's weird. Oh, by the it's way, like the, the for you, thing is weird. for the farter there is, it's excuse me if it's in public. Well, yeah, if it's you, obviously, but I mean, if you're just walking by and someone's like, and you're just like, bless you, my son. (laughs) I heard your fart. I acknowledge acknowledge your fart. (laughs) We are human on the road of existence together. (laughs) So thank you. uh, There was one time where I was reading a book in the Crandall Library, super deep in concentration. And I farted because I wasn't paying attention. And then I realized that there was like five other people scattered around the Rollick library. And I just like, just don't look up, Lucas. You live here now. You can never look up again. Uh, Bill Hudson's with me, y'all. I'm looking at chat and Bill's with me. Unfortunately, Bill, Bill doesn't not a have a voting member. Yeah, he doesn't have an official just, vote. Of oh. this tribunal. 
Okay. So, oh, but thank you for thank you for sharing. For the record, for the record, I am not anti bless you. I just uh-huh. think this guy's agenda is crazy. Yeah. And I'm not anti if you want to go around blessing people for everything that comes out of their body, that's fine. <laughs> that's up to you walking your truth. But for me, I think it's kind of weird and I don't bless other people. There you go. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. <laughs> Why don't you take a day just decide, put it, put it in your day planner. Today is the day I bless people. And, <laughs> yeah. and then for every little thing, <clears throat> but for it, leap years, I do it on leap year extra day, but only in a Southern, Southern accent. That's right. You gotta. Yep. All right. Let's call that a uh, case closed mm-hmm. and let's move on to the smorp. Awesome. So today our smorp is taken from Psalm. 20. For those of you who don't know, SMORP stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And what we're going to do now is we're going to take this passage, read through it, and kind of walk through those different uh, uh, Scripture, Message, and all those things, and just have a discussion and uh, just pull some interesting stuff out that hopefully can help somebody. Here we go. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him for his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand upright. O Lord, save the king. May he answer us when we call. Bless you. Thank Mm. you. When I was in uh, university, I took a course on Psalms. And uh, each day we were supposed to read one of the many Psalms Mm -hmm. and then write a little reflection on it and then hand that in at the end of the year. And you did all the last day? I did them all in the last day. (laughs) (laughs) So this should be be good. There's a lot of them. (laughs) Guys, did you know there's a lot of Psalms? Uh, anyways, I digress. <laughs> Scripture, what words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does the scripture tell me about the nature and work of God? Uh, for me, the one that jumped off the screen was uh, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust <laughs> in the name of the Lord. Sorry, we're, all, we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm with you. All, all the stuff uh, preceding all that is, you know, David wishing these things to happen, and 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 he he knows that these can happen through the Lord. Um, but the thing that stood out to me is some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Andrew, how about you? It must be something different. You wrote a you wrote a a piece on this in university. reflection. Oh, you want me to go find it? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Uh, no, honestly, that's, that jumped right out to me as soon as I read it. Um, 
So I don't, <laughs> I could give you a different answer, but that's the answer. No, so. truth is true. <laughs> uh, one down. All right. What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Um, let me, let me pull at this a little bit. Uh, some trust in chariots and some in horses. And obviously, uh, what he's talking about here is, is in, in the different things that we put our trust and our hope and, you know, what, what we think is reliable and that we can always count on and all this kind of stuff. And I started, I, this was actually the s'more for today in, in our, like, in the document for the month. And if you want to, if you want to use s'more, uh, you can download this document that we use. Uh, right off our website, OxfordHolyClub.com, and just scroll down on the main page. Uh, but I was, you know, I was sitting there, and again, I'm not trying to make scripture say something that it's not, but I asked the Lord, because this is what stood out to me, uh, was, it, it, you know, it made me think about chariots and, and horses specifically, and it kind of got me thinking about, um, how we trust in the things that we can, that we can make and build, uh, our, our, with our hands, and, uh, and in our economy. And, you know, uh, cause, you know, chariots were the things that we could build. We can, we can make those. We can use those to defend ourselves. We can use those for whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I thought of horses, uh, as, you know, they would buy and sell horses and trade and the economy was a- around that and other things, obviously. Again, this is just, I'm not saying that that's what he was trying to say here, but for me, this was the word I got today. And so, mm-hmm. it, you know, to put it in my language, the Lord kind of said to me, um, you know, how much, how much trust do you put into money versus me? Uh, you know, when it comes to being generous, when it comes to all these different things and, and how much, uh, how much trust do you put in, you know, um, doing it, doing it yourself, building it yourself without me kind of thing. Now, Horses and horses and chariots aren't bad, and money's not bad in and of itself, and the things that we build aren't bad in and of themselves. Uh, but where does my trust come from, or where, where does where, who who holds my trust? I guess was was you know when money's tight or or whatever whatever. Where does my trust really lie? And you know uh, King David here, or, uh, uh, David says we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And so it was for me, the message was, you know, look at these things and recenter and refocus your trust on me. Um, so that's kind of where the Lord took me today. Uh, my would kind of jump off yours just about where we put our trust. Hop on my put, chariot. Um, hop on your chariot. Um, and, you know, they always talk about, you know, like, why is why is the gospel not as wild, widely jumped upon in like wealthy areas and you know, first world countries, but then in some of these third world countries or place where Christians are being prosecuted, persecuted, sorry, um, that it, it's, it's kind of growing like wildfire. And a lot of time you have these people who are, who are being persecuted and like, they need to rely on God for these things, right? They don't have a choice. Whereas uh, in, you know, in North America, like we can, we can kind of trust in a lot of other things like our money or our yep. home or our whatever, right? Where some of these people, it's like, I got to trust in God. So I might as well, uh, cause I have no other option. I have no recourse, but trusting God. Um, and then when you start doing that, I think you learn that it strengthens your faith, makes you more bold to share the gospel and stuff. Whereas us, we don't, you know, need to, uh, f- you know, rely on God as much and to kind of lean on him because we, we have pretty comfortable lives for the most part. 
Uh, so I think that's interesting. Not that I'm asking God to uh, give me a harder life because I'm not, um, yeah. but 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 I've, I always kind of wonder about that and wonder if I'm too concerned with not just the power, but also the comfort. I think comfort is one of, something that can be very dangerous to Christians. Thank you. And I did think the the word power that you used was, was something that I associated to with the chariots, you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it gives, it gives you, if, how many chariots do you have? You know, it looks powerful and strength mm. and might and look what I've got and look what I've, you know, accomplished anyway. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mine would be pretty similar. Uh, just kind of asking that question of what's your, you know, what's your chariot? What, what are your horses in your life that you, um, can, you know, put your trust in? And maybe that's not on purpose. Maybe you don't even realize you do it, but we probably all have that thing that we are tempted, uh, in our life that makes us feel powerful or mm-hmm. more important or, you know, that makes us, uh, Maybe gives us security and sense of security and Absolutely. things like that. Um, and, and in some cases, it's not a bad thing to have a sense of security, but, but, uh, you need to make sure that your ultimate sense of security is, is that in, in God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I always kind of get a kick out of the, uh, it's, it's a story from like the late nineties. Uh, there was a really popular like chorus when the music fades. Um, and it was all about some big church in like England or whatever. And song still it was all about how people were getting so caught up in like the kind of pomp and circumstance and pageantry of the worship yeah. there. And the, I think it was, I don't know if it was a pastor or the worship pastor, somebody was like, listen, people are getting more about the music than they are about God. Like it's more about the singing than about the worship. And so they took everything away. Like, they like, okay, they came out and like, we're not doing music. We're not doing lights. We're not doing, you know, no fog machine, no nothing. Uh, whoa, and whoa, then eventually, no yeah, fog, I know. no fog. How, how can the spirit move without the fog? Uh, but, but basically, and then they started just like, just kind of talking and then they actually, they would sing and they would add in like one instrument, another, and they kind of had to like earn back the, 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 the extras, right? Because it's so easy to get distracted by the extras in worship. Um, I think that was yeah, Matt Redmond. Sorry. Was that not Matt? I think Red, Redmond's the name in the back of my head. I just wasn't sure if that's actually what it was. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. Nice. Good thought, Lucas. Uh, obedience. Write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. I would say, uh, and I don't want to make this too simple, but you know, what, recognize what that chariot is in your life. Recognize what, mm-hmm. what things are you putting your faith or your security in mm-hmm. and, and just kind of take, take note of that and, and make that shift to God. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with you. It, you, you know, you've got to be able to identify those things. Otherwise, if you don't, nothing will change. If you just continue mm-hmm. on you know, without asking some hard questions and asking the Lord to reveal what, where am I putting my trust and my faith? And, uh, mm-hmm. it won't, it won't change. So the, like you, Andrew, for me, the point of obedience was acknowledgement and, and, and searching. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. And lastly, we have repentance. Uh, write down any confession that God reveals to you in this passage and prayer. Spend time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. And typically we just kind of leave that uh, to you to do personally. Um, I've said this before and Brad says, says this as well, but, uh, you know, write it down. 
record it. It's, it's a good exercise, uh, when doing the SMORP to, to record all of that and be able to reflect on it. Any last words, guys? Not me. No, I, you know what? I think I've really been enjoying the Psalms, uh, when they come up on each week through the SMORP. There's, there's some really good, I mean, obviously it's all really good, but, uh, well, lamentations sometimes can be, anywho, uh, and Leviticus can be a real slog. Yeah. Um, uh, the Psalms, there's just something rich there that I I'm learning to appreciate more and more, the more I get into them and, and, and all that. So thanks, Andrew. Uh, this was, I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, all right, gentlemen, uh, it's going to take me a second to get this set up. How's our time? Uh, yeah, we can, we could pull this off or should we save it for next week? And, and actually Maybe save it for next week. Why don't we save it for next week? Uh, we're going to play a game next week. And so look, it's, here's the teaser. Uh, we're going to play a game next week called, uh, two truths and a lie Bible edition. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be testing Andrew and Lucas to see if they can identify the lie in a Bible story. Let me just give you one to see how you do. Ready guys. And then next week. So you're going to choose between a, B or C. A king was so happy. This is a. A king was so happy when he found the Ark of the Covenant that he danced in a street parade in his underwear. B, the Ark of the Covenant was found in Egypt, but it melted the faces of those who opened it. Or C, a man touched the Ark of the Covenant to steady it as he fell off the cart and he died instantly. Mm. Fellas? So you, you want the lie? I'd like the lie. B. Uh, B, that's the George Lucas uh, production. Ding, ding, ding. The answer was B. That's out of Second Samuel. Star Wars. That well, uh, I mean, Indiana the, Jones. The actual stories come out of Second Samuel and uh, Indiana Jones, not Star Wars. Who just said Star Wars? It's a joke. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> so that's what you can expect next week. All right, Lucas, get us out of here. All right, folks, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. I've used the social medias uh, throughout the hashtag OH Club so that we can see it. Not only that, but you can send your questions, tiebreakers, suggestions, and more to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. And folks, we don't pay to advertise, so any support we get comes from you sharing us with others. So please click that share. So for Andrew and Lucas, my name is Brad Siliker. I want to remind you that until next week, keep spiritually fit and have fun.